Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. Hey, welcome to the Side Action, uh, episode 18 of season 6. My name is Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Weggsbull on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and I'm Coop. You can check me out on Instagram at Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, as he mentioned, we are the Side Action Podcast. We are a year older and a year wiser, wouldn't you say? Some of us. Yeah, some, some of us. us. <laughs> 50 years old. 50 years young, as they say. I don't know. Looking some days a little, little straggly, but uh, I'm making it through. <laughs> Had a big, big celebration yesterday with the family. Uh, saw Aquaman. Okay. I barely can hear out of my ears right now. It is so loud in that Dolby experience. I've done oh, it nice. yet. Okay. The AMC. It's 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 kind of cool, except you know, it reverberates the chairs and stuff. It is so loud. Oh. And I'm not just saying it as an old man. Like everybody who went was like, "Wow, that's loud." <laughs> and then we went to Russian Tea Time, which is um, it's a must if you, if you haven't gone. No. Very good food. Okay. You don't have to do the tea service, but that's kind of what they're known for in the mid afternoon. Nice. We went for the dinner. Foods. Are Exquisite. They have vodka flights as well. Delicious. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we had a good time. And uh, but how was your how was your Christmas? Is that comparable to the Shotsky, by the way? <laughs> is that is that like well, the... you could do <laughs> three at the same time, but the idea is you do one at a time. Like you have, okay. you have a flight of, of beers, you know, right, right. tasting. Yeah. Kind of like tastings, but just shots of tasting. You know, of vodka. There. Okay. How like, would? But it was it was good. Yeah. It was. I tea. mean, that would I, be. I had a tea. I had a ginger and I had a coriander. I think the tea is still the best one. Okay. Yeah, you can also they have they have the spicy ones too. There's like a jalapeno and a oh man, yeah, a little peppery one. You're not uh, or just regular. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say I would probably stay away. My yeah, my insides don't like me enough <laughs> as it is. But uh, but no, we had a good Christmas. I obviously went back to Ohio. Okay. Uh, I exchanged cars, so I sold my other car. Yeah, that yeah. Was, you said exchanging yeah, cars. I'm that like, was with <clears> Christmas. Yeah, or? that was just a debacle. But uh, but no, I just you know didn't need it anymore. Obviously, okay. living in the you know kind of the city. Okay. So. Okay. You know, that's always a debacle. Anyway, we did the uh, so Cooper Christmas. No, we have a okay. oh no, we have a car now. We've got a uh, smaller. Yeah, smaller Civic. We went from oh, a Rav4 to a Civic. There yeah. You go. So, but we got to have a car ma- a car payment to owning a car. So it's mm. a different situation, better situation. Yeah. Got to fork out money. Yeah, but, I like it. Um, we did the Cooper Christmas. Uh, that was fun. You know, what about the bowling? Food. Did you do a tournament? Yeah, we did that Sunday. So okay. Saturday was Cooper Christmas. Cooper Christmas Saturday. So yeah. and then uh, Sunday was the uh, the no tap debacle. <clears throat> yeah, it was tough. Uh, nobody bowled really that well. We yeah, uh, yeah we got a bad draw. In you my went opinion. for it. You so went for it. It was uh, it was a good time. Got to get you know all the fam bowled together. So that mm-hmm. was the, the camaraderie was yeah. what was the highlight of that day for sure. Of course. Um, and then obviously uh, we went out after that. Um, we went to TJ Chums. Somebody in the establishment was a Packers fan. Was talking trash about Justin Fields and, mm. and Stephanie didn't particularly care. For that kind of that, slander, yeah. Talk, huh? so, yeah. So that was kind of funny. She started kind of getting all riled up like she does. And, of really? course, you have my mother there, you know, and she's very similar, you know, with the bullish style, if oh, you will. Okay. Yeah. So mother goes, you want to take this outside? <laughs> and it was like three or four people. It turned around. It was really funny. Wow. Um, luckily, funny words. luckily, nobody was hurt in yeah. the making of that film, yeah. so that was good. And it wasn't kind of video. Uh, no, I guess mm. I should have been recording, but I was too busy, like, okay. laughing and trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Nothing like Christmas. Um, it was Christmas Eve? Yeah, that was Christmas Eve, nice. so that was fun. Christmas spirit. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. And then, obviously, we had Christmas, and then uh, on my way back Tuesday, or mm-hmm. yeah, Tuesday mm-hmm. afternoon, 
Uh, I Google. I was looking all over Google before I left, but um, I was pa- I was on I six or I sixty five North. Okay. I just gotten. I just stopped and gotten gas. And I can't remember the city, but I was like maybe two hours away from Chicago. Okay. Northern part of Indiana. Yeah, like Sherrillville uh, or something. Yeah, and I think I was. I think I was. Uh, Lafayette was okay. about maybe thirty minutes north of that, give okay. or take. Um, so I got off and got gas, and I got back on the highway. Well, when I got off and got gas and was pumping, you know, filling the car or whatever, yeah. there was a, a one random police officer just goes flying by, just mm. like hauling ass, hauling okay. the mail, okay. and then got on the highway. I didn't think anything of it, and then right. I got back on the highway. They had, they were throwing spike strips across southbound six, or 65. What? There was like three Stopping or four cars. Somebody. So I kept driving. I was like, holy shit. And then all of a sudden I looked to my left, and there was like three or four cop cars that had crashed into this Buick. Oh. And like all the cops jumped out, guns drawn, and everything. I was like, oh my wow, god! Like, high speed chase. Yeah, it was like Grand Theft Auto, literally right across the other side so of the this highway. Is, okay, you're going the other way, so, thankfully. Yeah, I was going northbound instead of southbound. Wow. But yeah, that was that was uh, yeah day after Christmas coming back. That was wild. It was probably like topic there. Twelve thirty, one o'clock in the afternoon. A heist. Maybe so, it was a heist. I have no idea. I tried, like I said, I tried looking for Google and everything, and they keep that out of the papers. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're you know. The internet is fast. Wow, so that's exciting. But yeah, that's been our uh, that's been the week so far. Works been pretty chill, so it's, awesome. it's a nice little in between week. That everybody, this, this be like it should be mandated that if you're not taking PTO, you shouldn't have to do shit at work. Like I mean, that's pretty much. Don't tell anybody. I mean, I know my boss is listening. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, do we are hundreds of thousands. I had lunch at, at Dom's Market with a friend. Nice. Uh, Sophia showed up. I did. I did. I did some emails today. I, I emailed nice. some work emails. There you okay. go. Yeah. I even did a form. Wow, a wow. form. Yeah, I got a form completed. And a form, all right. And that's it. But um, actually, we... Uh, no, let's go into that. But anyway, there's, there's <laughs> a couple of work. That's, that's, it's a tough time of the year, let's just put it that way, yeah. in real estate. But uh, yeah, for me, like, my niece's birthday was Saturday. Okay. Uh, we went to the old nice. old Warsaw. It's a Polish smorgasbord. It's like a you know, all-you-can-eat, you know, buffet kind of situation. Okay. Good, good pole food. Hell yeah. I'm all about the Polish and... Eastern European food this week apparently. Is there a favorite dish of yours? Well, uh, okay. Personally, I'm a potato pancake guy. They okay. were very good. They were fairly crispy. They had pierogies, which are the dumpling. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have gawunki that day. That's the cabbage roll. Okay. A little disappointed there, but that's okay. Um, so I would say their best dish, probably the, the pierogies and the and the potato pancakes were their best okay. efforts. They had some other things that were okay. They had some blintzes. I can go with the blintz. The capusta, which is the sauerkraut. It wasn't as good as grandma. I mean, grandma's not okay. that so grandma fell with cap. She's yeah. up in the you know up in the heavens here. But um, right. yeah, so we did get basically the equivalent of the Russian gulgi yesterday, the cabbage roll. Gotcha. At, at I need to get time. more diverse in my yeah. We got to get you. We'll take you to the Red Apple. That's up here on the north side. Okay, uh, we'll take you. Because I've had place. pierogies before. I've had uh, okay, good, good. Yeah, I've had. Uh, the pancake, the potato pancake. Yeah, potato pancake. yeah, yeah, yeah lockies, some people go. Yeah, yeah and I think that's about as far as I've went. Yeah, as far okay. as I've traveled. The sausage wasn't bad. I picked up my daughter at the airport. She liked the sausage. Okay. She flew for two days straight, basically. She made it home. So she's here, thankfully. And then Christmas Eve, we ended up, um, we went to my aunt and uncle's. We, you have to sing for a gift. So we had a very huge spread of food. You have to sing a Christmas carol. You might have saw that, me and my, my daughter singing a little bit last Christmas, you know, the old wham. Hits oh, from the okay. 80s. Yeah, yeah. And then I also got roped into singing another song with, with a gentleman. Did you get another uh, gift for that? I did not. Oh. I did not. I did double oh. duty just because you know me. I'm going to be participating. <laughs> Somebody wants me to be their duet yeah. partner. I'll be there. But yeah, my guess he'd be my cousin in law. I, I got him up there. It was pretty good. We did we did okay. I wasn't I didn't know all the words yeah. to that song. We Rising didn't. tide, you know, raises all boats. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know I'm what they're for. And then Christmas Day, uh, back at my bros, just got his uh, little breakfast at his place. Then we nice. saw 
Wonka, the Wonka movie, which okay. yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some debates over certain characters like the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, you know, we, we had a nice time and um, we went to Simon's. That's the most important thing. Okay. I don't know if you've been to Simon's yet. No. If you haven't, we'll go. It's it's the third oldest bar in Chicago. It's in Andersonville. It's a Swedish bar. Cash only. Great place. They serve Glug. I think we talked about Glug. Uh, yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. Spice wine. We had a, had a couple of Glugs, so... Rounded out the full week, so now we're nice. into the next, and now we're ready for New Year's, we'll, okay. we'll talk about it later. So let's get into some some stuff here. We, we're yeah, we got to get to the negative. Nobody yeah. cares about that, apparently. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, uh, you've got a few people in the shed, I, I like your number one, so oh, let's you go first. Who are you taking to the shed? The shed's getting pretty big, you've got, you've got a pretty big grouping here. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Uh, you think it's Wilson versus Denver, okay. He's uh, he's getting taken to the shed. No, I think Denver's going to be okay. I, okay. I almost think next year they might be viable. Like okay. if they, depending on how well Jared Siddham plays, sure. um, I think they're I think they're going to trade a defensive piece. I would assume it's going to be the corner. Um, help me out here. Uh, he, uh, the junior? He's a really good corner for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's not Chris Harris. It's, it's not, no, not Chris Harris, um, but the other guy. Man, why am I drawing a blank on this? He'll come to you. Yes, um, but the, I figured they're, they'll trade him. Maybe San Fran. San Fran's gonna need a corner, mm-hmm. and you know they've got the, they're gonna have thirty second or thirty first or whatever pick they get. So, okay. um, but no, Russell Wilson's out. Jared stood him in. Uh, probably the worst contract ever. Well, yeah, that's from an organizational standpoint. And I'm not refuting your choice. I just think Denver they laid this bed, so now you're trying to get him to back off and his thirty seven million dollar injury basically guarantee. Right. I wouldn't sign it if I were him. Why would I be your structure? I mean, what are you doing? I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, right. uh, you can say you want him to do it. it. The thing about it that I don't like, but I've read a lot about it as well, is that they were trying to tell him to do it during the bye week, so mid-season. Yeah. And then he takes him on a winning streak, which I know you were for him for you know, MVP. And I'm not <laughs> just defending Sierra's man here. I just think it's a bunch of BS. The, the NFL doesn't have guaranteed contracts. You do have this guarantee for the – injury thing for this this guy and now you're trying to get him to rewrite it and then you're basically making him sit because of that it's just a bunch of bullshit if well, he was playing know. great they would they wouldn't care you know uh, what i'm saying that's all i'm saying that's that's probably debatable but yeah and i would probably agree with that too but if yeah they he, won the last two or three if they didn't go one gonna, three if they were three and one you think they'd have that debate no yeah i think i don't know he's gonna be the highest cap hit in the league next year he's not even gonna be playing and then the year after that he's gonna be a top 10 cap hit in the league and he's not even gonna be playing there but yeah we're uh it's tough. It's a tough. It's yeah. a, it's the rise and fall of Russell Wilson has been real. It so, is. Uh, and moving forward, I don't see a lot of landing spots for him. No, Maybe of not. course not. He's he's thirty six. So. I mean, it's not like well, unless it's pulls a Joe Flacco, but <laughs> Flacco was never a non team guy. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, we're also gonna add Syracuse football. Okay. I don't know if you remember uh, our picks oh, last yeah, week. You, we were on USF big time. In the that Boca was Ro- that was that was the one. The Boca highlight, highlight of going to the casino last week was we were watching your pick go forty five nothing. Yeah, and uh, Syracuse got destroyed. They got beat forty five nothing. They yeah. had one hundred fifty nine total yards, four turn uh, four turnovers, and only mm. nine total first downs the whole game. That's but uh, Kyle McCord's gonna fix all that next year. So I know about that. Uh, we'll see. So we'll see. <laughs> High early Heisman votes. I'm sure it'd be a good number for you, like sure. the plus maybe a million, give or take. 
Sure. Uh, we're also going to add the Pistons. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. They're not good. They've been in the shed a couple <laughs> times. They're probably going to stay there for the foreseeable future. 27 straight losses. Right? Oh, yeah. NBA record. It's tough to 27 do. 27 in a row. So the all-time uh, consecutive losses is actually 28 because it was Ooh. done over two seasons. But do you remember oh, who that was done by? Seasons. So trivia. A little trivia for you. I didn't put the answer in there two for a reason. seasons, huh? <clears throat> That's a tricky one. Uh, I would so. say who's been a doldrum of the league. Let's go with the Phoenix Suns. Nope, 76ers. Do you remember oh, the, uh, they were tanking. the process? Yeah. Yeah, the process. yeah, during the process, they lost 28 in a row, spanning those two seasons. So okay. uh, I'm sure the Pistons might break. I think they played the Celtics tonight, which I think if you're out there looking for some money line, I'm just saying. <laughs> money line, sure. Uh, i got to break it sometime. Obviously, please bet responsibly. That might be the mortgage.com lock of the week. Yeah. Let's go uh, to the 401k. But, uh, but no, we'll, we'll leave that alone. So, uh, but in the last uh, nice little honorable mention here at the end of this, uh, at the, you know, the product here, uh, Jair Alexander, uh, he's suspended this week for a game uh, for conduct due, uh, detrimental to the team. Yeah. So, he appointed himself a captain, uh, just just literally added himself to the captain's list, just walked out there. Called the coin toss correctly. Great. And then the verbiage is specific in a kickoff. It's like yeah. the only part of the, you know, where it's very yeah. specific. And he never got the verbiage correctly. And luckily, the, <laughs> the referee asked him to clarify. They did clarify. They got the ball. Everything was fine. But they actually suspended him for that for a game. When they're getting ready to play Justin Jefferson, and arguably yeah, you don't the biggest the game of the year. Yeah. Because uh, they, they still need to, you know, they're still in the playoff final. Yeah, they're so. in the playoff final. Not to have their all pro corner on the field because of his uh, bone I mean, of the week, you know, exactly. award winning I mean, performance. But we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> no. uh, well, that good segue there. I am picking on the other side for the shed is Nick Mullen, yeah. who, look, nobody said he was a great player. Nobody was defending Nick Mullen. But I mean, at the same time, he played good enough in the you know Bengals game to win. They lost in overtime. In this particular case, man, they. This is tough, but this is one of our picks in the contest. It was like apparent that Minnesota could do whatever they wanted in that game. They kept yeah. moving the ball. But Nick Mullen, four interceptions, including like the final one, like a terrible throw. You have 29 seconds. You do not have to throw the ball to the end zone. I get he's trying to force feed Justin Jefferson, but terrible throw at the end. Nick, you're in the shed. You're not only in the shed, you're getting benched. We'll talk about that in a minute. So welcome to the shed. Get back to the bench, like where you belong. Yeah, you can hang out with Russell Wilson. Exactly. Yeah, those guys. I'm sure, they can pull up and have a good time. Well, let's let's go more positive. Let's go club dub. I guess I'll go first since you've got a lot of people getting in there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with Lamar Jackson. I don't yeah. know if he's been in yet, but he's he's definitely had a good year. We know we've talked yeah. about him. He's my MVP, not just because I'm saying that. I've actually bet on him as we talked about early in the season. But look, he showed out. You know, the San Francisco defense. You know, everybody's talking smack about. Well, I know the Baltimore was pissed off because they were. At one point, six point dogs on the road went down to five, five and a half. And Lamar played great. Now, now I know that he's Mr. Escapability. I mean, he did it against Jacksonville, that amazing play where he did a spin and throw. He did the same thing against this really tough San Francisco line. I've heard a lot of garbage about <laughs> how those guys were home for Christmas and they shouldn't ever, the home team, bet against the, team, the guy who's home for Christmas. But in the end, Lamar came through in this big MVP matchup. And more importantly, they won the game. They're 12 and three. Playing very well. They may have a letdown this week, but Lamar Jackson, welcome, welcome to Club Dub. Come yeah. on into our special section in my my section. Of Club <laughs> oh, okay. 
the first floor, if <laughs> you will. First, yeah, yeah. Just the, this is the booth. Right, we got right. a booth for you. Oh, uh, we also we totally missed on the Steelers last week, and mm. you know why? We because Rudolph was starting, and Rudolph can't oh. lose on Christmas. I don't know, oh, like. Oh, that's true. Rudolph right, can't lose like on they Christmas. started Mason Rudolph. We should have known better. And I like as soon as they showed that, like like the third, fourth quarter, well, the second throw was a touchdown. Uh, right? And I just I should have we should have known better as a podcast. So I just want to take yeah. a minute to apologize for that. I totally missed that, but it's okay. Uh, first first person in Club Dub. Uh, we're going with the Raiders. Oh uh, yeah. The Raiders had a big win big on win. Christmas Day. I uh, beat the Chiefs twenty to fourteen. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to even complete a pass after the first quarter. So well, that's know, pretty remarkable. They only had to score six points on offense. So. Yeah, but the mood in my household uh, on Christmas was great oh. because all you know, of course, you got my mom's a Chiefs fan. You know, uh, Papa Moon is a Chiefs fan, Steph's and then Chiefs Stephanie fan. was yeah. you know in spirit rooting. So, but it was it was great. It was yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we're going to add Andre Drummond uh, for the Bulls. I don't know if you saw him the other day. No. Uh, he became the first player in the league this year to have over 25 rebounds in a game. Yeah, um, rebound the ball. Yeah, they beat Atlanta on Tuesday, I believe. Okay. Um, he finished with 24 points, 25 rebounds, three Oof. still, uh, three steals. And the Bulls are actually right now in the last spot in the play-in game. So uh, hey. they've been playing better as of late. I think they're 6-4 yeah. and four in their last 10. Yeah, so might have to go catch a game here soon. Uh, another honorable mention here in Club Dub is Amari Cooper. Yes. Uh, Amari Cooper had 11 catches for 265 yards and two touchdowns. Yes. Those of you in fantasy, I'm sure, were having just... If uh, you played him, you probably Yeah, won. you were having a field day. You were just so excited. But, uh, yeah, they had a 36-22 win over Houston. Uh, that's also a Browns franchise record uh, for receiving yards in a game. Do you yeah. know who held the record previously? Mm. Trivia question. Uh, Braylon Edwards. No. Josh, it was a jet. It was uh, Joshua Gordon. Okay, but yeah. he was he was on he was on the the Browns first. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. He, yeah. Do you know where he went to school? Grace University. Braylon? Yeah, Grace University on the planet. Um, where'd you go to school? Michigan. Oh, okay, University of Michigan. Anyway. Is that the greatest university on the planet? That's what some say. <clears throat> but anyway, we're gonna move on. So, <laughs> and then the the honorable last mention of Club Dub got added this morning. Uh, Miller Moss, I don't know if you saw the USC game, but he is the quarterback for USC. He took over, obviously, for Caleb Williams, who's leaving, more than likely. Um, He threw for a school bowl record and holiday bowl record, six touchdowns in their 42-28 victory over Louisville. Um, He finished the game, you know, 23 of 33, 372, um, the six touchdowns, and also had an interception. Is Caleb Williams a system quarterback? It could be. I mean, we should have known better, too. That was one of my other favorite picks. I didn't add it to our list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we should have known better. The coaching mismatch there was yeah. very glaring. So, And I think Louisville's quarterback, or was it Florida State's quarterback, was transferring, announced that he was going to enter the portal this oh, week as well. Oh, is he? Okay. So look out for that. He's, he's transferring to USC, isn't he? No, I think he's just enter, entering the portal. Oh, the, uh, so the quarterback that took over for uh, mm-hmm. Travis Hunter, no, not Travis Hunter, the quarterback for Florida State. Yeah, um, Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, yeah. So... We'll see what happens down in the uh, the ACC. It's getting Always spicy. See. All right. Well, let's get into the college bowl games. Uh, you know, got a mixed bag start. Uh, start off good with US, UCF. Yeah, we got US, hosed on UCF. Uh, UCF, not so good. That's got hosed. Yeah. What can you do, James? James? James Madison? Man, they, they could have done better. Yeah. They to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Utah got beat, but you yeah. you've come back now. Kansas took it took it home, and uh, Oklahoma State. Kansas did cover, right? Yeah. yeah did Kansas too. did cover. They won by thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> and then Oklahoma State. On the money line, um, and then also you get the plus money there, or plus two points. Yeah. Kansas State Kansas is, State is winning. Kansas State is up 21-7 at halftime. They're looking pretty right good now. right now. So. And two of the picks that we are we thought we might tape tomorrow, but there's two games tomorrow, Clemson and, and Memphis, and you like Oregon State, so keep those on your card. Let's talk <laughs> about some of the... Art Murphy. Art <laughs> <laughs> Murphy, right. He's, he's, like I said, he's building building Club Dub for us somewhere in the park, I oh, guess. Yeah. 
But let's talk about the big games this week. These are kind of the, you know, the traditional games that are a little bit bigger on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and, and so on. You've got the Cotton Bowl. Obviously, this is a big matchup, but we'll talk about who's playing in this one. So you've got, obviously, Ohio State is playing um, Missouri in this one. Ohio State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm guessing if you listed this, do you like Ohio State? Is that what you're saying? Or no, you I just saying? put the spreads oh, okay, up here okay. when you talk about it. But uh, Anyways, McCord is still, even though he's under the portal, is he still playing in this no. game? Okay, no, so that's kind of important. The, uh, they'll have these, I can't remember his name, but they'll have the other quarterback starting. Uh, and this line actually opened at Ohio State minus a half. So oh. it's it's moved quite a bit in the last hmm. couple days. It's all the way up to three is and a half the, now. Is there people from Missouri somewhere? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Uh, I haven't really checked into. I like Missouri. Though. I liked Missouri okay. from the first time this okay. matchup was put on paper. Good to know. Um, SC, obviously Missouri has only had two losses this year mm-hmm. in the SEC. Um, I just I think they're physical enough to play with this offense. I highly doubt Marvin Harrison's going to play. No, he won't play. Um, you know, regardless if he comes back it's or really not. Really, the defense so. for Ohio State? Are they missing any guys that are not going to play on the defense? Because that to me, they're driven by their D. No, their defense is good, but I, I still don't think it's going to matter. I would definitely okay. take the under, but I could see this like a, this going to look very similar to the Notre Dame game in my opinion. Okay. It's going to be a 17-13, 14-10 kind of game. Right. Um, I just I like Missouri. I like their I like their run game. I think obviously Ohio State can run the ball well, but. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a bad matchup for them. Okay. And then you get the Peach Bowl. Uh, that's Ole Miss at, versus Penn State. Penn State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, we know that against top ten teams, James Franklin's not so great. Ole Miss is in the top ten. Do you follow that logic, or you like Penn State in this one? No, I like I like Ole Miss again. Wow. Uh, I like Lane Kiffin against... Going with the dogs here. Yeah, I like the first two. I do like the dogs. I like Ole Miss. I think Lane Kiffin's going to... I think it's a coaching mismatch between yeah, him and score. Franklin. Um, yeah, and I, and I don't think Penn State can can hang in the shootout. Right. Um, we kind of wrote them this year a little bit through our picks, so they won three or four games for us right well, there in the middle of the season. Teams, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I just I think you know a year older. I think maybe next year Penn State might have uh, you know taken a next step. Yeah. I, the, obviously, the Big Ten's going to get way harder, so we're going right. to see how well that works. But no, I like Ole Miss here. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Now the Orange Bowl. This is Georgia versus Florida State. We know all the, you know, Florida State got jobbed a little bit. Georgia, maybe they got jobbed too. This is like the all-job bowl uh, in Orange Bowl, but Georgia's a heavy favorite, 20-point favorite in this one. Uh, boy, I, I mean, honestly, I'd probably take the points here. You're probably going to go with Georgia, huh? It's moved um, from when we did this last week. It's moved another six and a half points. So it was so minus it was, 13 and a half. So why has it gone time. so far? I uh, just... I think the motivation. Obviously, I think the Louisville losing last night the way they did really legitimizes. Yeah, but just delegitimizes the ACC, if you okay. will. So obviously, I think it's just quick reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that number, I would take Florida State at twenty. But anything sure. that you can get sixteen or lower, I would take Georgia. Okay, so, so this one still hasn't set. You probably wait a little <clears throat> bit to see if you get a better number if you like Georgia. Otherwise, take Florida State now. Yeah. I guess my thing was just Florida. I mean, both teams have a have a you know have an axe to grind. Well, and Florida State committed. announced uh, they had players and coaches talking today that they were making the argument that if they're the only undefeated team left after the playoff, that they right. should be the national champions. <laughs> right, the old the old write in candidate. We'll see know. how that goes. We'll see how that goes, but I think Georgia's going to win the football game. That's simple, but yeah. just by how many. And then you've got Fiesta Bowl. You've got Liberty versus Oregon. Uh, you know, Liberty was a story all year. I'm glad that they're playing in a, you know, what are the big six bowls and all that. But Oregon is a 17 point favorite. Now, does Oregon not have the motivation? Although I think isn't is Bo Nix returning? Um, he, I, 
No, I think he's going, he's going to the I don't NFL. know if he's announced, actually. Okay. I don't okay. think he's... I, I highly but is he doubt, playing in this game? I highly doubt he is not going to the draft. Let's put okay. it that way. Yeah. Um, honestly, I haven't read too much into that, so I'll have to look into that. Well, who's sure. your pick for this uh, one? Oh, I love Oregon, regardless okay. of who plays. Okay. <laughs> Even if they just want to line up and run the ball, I think, they're, I think they they're match up physically. Yeah, they're just a better football team. They're better coached. Uh, they're just more physical, and I think even if they don't want to throw the ball, they don't have to. They okay. can just do what Michigan did to Penn State. Right, so, just run them out. Yeah. So then the two the last two games are the playoff games, the semifinal games that will be on New Year's Day, right? They're both New Year's Day? Yes. Yep. So you've got uh, the Rose Bowl. That's Michigan versus Alabama. Uh, Michigan's a short favorite here. Did, has it always been that way, or did it move around? Uh, they started at minus three. Right, so it's okay. come down it's come quite down. a bit. It was, a minus, it was minus one last week. Mm. So it's come. Michigan's got a half a point more this week. So you don't have to worry about opt-outs in this game. Uh, I already can see your picks, but why don't you walk through your handicap on this one? Yeah, no, I like – I struggle with this one. Mm-hmm. Part of the, the, the fan of me wants to pick Michigan, and then the logic of me wants to pick Alabama. Okay. So I'm going with Michigan for the sheer fact that I think Harbaugh at some point is going to leave. If it's not this offseason, it'll be next offseason. I think what's going to happen is he's going to – Hopefully, in a perfect world, he'd win the national championship, sign like a one-year deal, transition sure. into a new program, and the next year he goes to the NFL, possibly. But um, I think either way, he wants to win a national championship just for because he's the Michigan man, if you yeah, will. Of so um, I, I think the the mismatch up, I guess, with these two teams is the line play. Okay. Even though Zach Centers is out, which he's one of the best guards in the country. Um, I still like Michigan's defensive line matching up with Alabama's offensive line. Okay. So it's going to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion. Okay. I think J.J. McCarthy will make a mistake or two. Yep. And I'm sure Jalen Milrow will make a mistake or two. Um, maybe 24-20. I don't know what the over-under is. I would assume it's somewhere around 45. It's probably close to an NFL game. But yeah. um, I like Michigan maybe by a field goal. Okay. So, I like, but you know, again, I can see people picking Alabama. This one's well. This yeah, one's I mean, tough. I don't know much about it. I just figure this is Saban's such a good coach. I mean, but this he's, is by far the worst. Match. Is the total, by the way, forty-five. Okay. So, so you like number. the under? Yeah, um, I like the under on that one. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is a tough one. This this should be the more competitive game in theory. So I mean, I'll go not against you. I don't know. I probably will probably bet on this game. <laughs> much college at all Europe at all. So. And then the second game is in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> this is Texas versus Washington. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas is a four-point favorite. Now, Washington hasn't gotten any shine. Like, nobody thinks they have a chance in this thing. So if you think you want to get the any, any long shot to win the, the title, you, you bet on them, like, in terms of their future. Because, obviously, if they, you know, they, 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 they're the best number. But tell me why. I know you have Texas, obviously. You, you love Texas for for a lot of reasons, you've got some money on the line here, <laughs> but you just think they're the better football team. Yeah, physical, from a offensive line and defensive line perspective, I, I've said it a couple times on this podcast all year that they are the best best units and mm-hmm. best combinations. They're very similar to the Eagles in the NFL. Like they have the best line play. Go, they can take that anywhere. They can run the ball. They can sure. control the pace of the game, which is huge. The last couple of years, especially in college, you know, you see Georgia winning national championships hand over fist because of that reason. Sure. Alabama going back to their heydays. So. Sure. Uh, no, I really, I just like, I like Texas here. I don't know if I like the number of four, to be honest. Yes. I could see it definitely being a three-point game, you know, maybe sure. kicking one there at the end, or, you know, it, it turns into from a 10-point game into a three-point game kind of situation, backdoor cover, but um, I just, I think Texas is going to win the game. Yeah, it's 63 and a half point total, so it's <laughs> different from the other one, and I would say, what I would say generally is that, um, to me, the matchup, I don't know that much about these teams, not as much as you, is that can Texas deep can the Texas defense slow down the Washington offense? Because 
I don't think Washington's defense has any great shakes. So they played good against Oregon, but they knew that team. Right. They're not going to know Texas. So the bottom line is, can the Texas corner stop those receivers? Probably. Uh, so, you know, I, too, would pick Texas in this game. But obviously, following more your thing, that 63.5, that's a, that's a shootout right there. Yeah, so that's a really fun. big number. <laughs> I, I hope it is like that. So watch some fun stuff. And so to review, I, I like Texas over Washington and Alabama over Michigan. I would pick Texas over Alabama in in the end, not just to support you, buddy. I mean, but I think okay. they already beat them once, right? And right. they're going to be better. So it sounds like you you two would take uh, Texas over Michigan in that. Yeah, so, so I we'll like, talk about it more next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, and I like Texas over Washington, and Michigan over Alabama, and then right. Texas over Michigan. So right. I just like to maybe we'll throw a future out there, but uh, we already have one. But it's always good just to see if we can predict it. So would you? It wouldn't change for you, Texas over Alabama either, right? If Alabama wins. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The revenge factor would be that would be. I think it just depends on how well they look against Michigan because I think Michigan and Texas are very similar from a DNA standpoint. I think they're both built from you know the up front back, if you will. When Sarkeesian, I mean, there is a lot of knowledge on both sides there. Yeah, because he's he coached under Saban there for a while. Well, good. Well, let's jump into the NFL now. Uh, we've got Week 16 recap. Look, finally, I talked to I, – didn't I say this last week? It's going to even out. Home and road teams, 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Favorites versus dogs, 8-8. Eight and eight. But what didn't even out was the totals. Uh, the overs killed it, 11-5 and five in this one. What's interesting, I heard a little bit on some of these and stuff that I've, been, that I've been listening to, is in those competitive games where the teams are, you know, all – when their people are all in, you know, in, in those playoff matchups, you know, Points plenty because they're just pulling out all the stops. So they're not really low-scoring games in those, you know, kind of teams that are fighting for the playoffs. So just keep that in mind if you're going to bet totals in the last couple of weeks here. Um, there were four, four games this week, which is un, you know unheard of usually, that, that didn't matter for the spread. So you did have to be on top of it. The spreads are getting tighter. Now, I'm not saying it's, it is over, guys. Light a candle. We, we, you know, I talked to Action on Saturday last week when I was driving home from volleyball. And it was like, hey, let's see. We were trying to avoid the consensus. So one of the things that Circa does is after the picks are made, they show what were the top five most picked games or most picked sides in, you know, for the contest. We're like, oh, we got to make up some ground. Action's like, let's let's try to pick, you know, away from the top five. We did. We successfully did not pick the top five picks, <laughs> but we went one and four. And more importantly, the top five went five and zero. Oh. <laughs> so, no. So we are eight and a half back. Uh, yeah. It's just for pride now. We'll, we'll pick a couple more times, and, and that's that. But we ended up going against some of the picks that I thought were good. You yeah, know, like, I was going to say, we, had the, we were on the charger. We were agreeing. With our, we, the we were cat, on it. Dead cat bounce, man. Yeah. Which, again, we went with it. But we went with Buffalo minus 12 and a half. They did not mm-hmm. cover. They almost didn't win the game. Yeah, they never so won. the dead cat bounce worked again. It's, it's, a, it's just like, like yo-yo. It just works for it. So in this game, the Chargers played really well. Uh, they were, you know, they, they looked good, actually, for once, playing for the new coach. You know, they, they lost 24-22. Uh, of course, on the flip side, I think this, if I'm not mistaken, no, this wasn't one of the top picks, but we were going with the heavy favorites in all the matchups, which did not work out as well. No. But, you know, what can you do? Uh, I already mentioned the Minnesota game. Those four interceptions killed you. They lost 34 or 30-24 to 24 yeah. with the ball inside the 20. Again, throwing that ball. <laughs> But the Bears, they came in. Yeah. Uh, they played well. They made it happen 27-16 against Arizona. They kind of bottled up Kyler Murray enough. 
and Fields looked pretty good. And then we began with, with two more heavy favorites with the Chiefs. You already mentioned them. <laughs> uh, they looked terrible and really lost the game in seven seconds. I mean, those mm-hmm. two plays, the one where they snapped the ball, I don't know, to Pacheco was a terrible snap. And then that gets to, gets to be a touchdown for the Raiders. And then very next offensive play was Mahomes throwing a pick six. And that's all they needed. <laughs> so Kansas City did not come in. And lastly, the Eagles... Yeah, they were teetering, like almost going to cover in this game, but that 12 and a half was a big number. Uh, in the end, they won 33 to 25, but they didn't cover the number. So we, we did not do too well this week, uh, Coop. So yeah. looks like you're doing quite well now. You're, you're, you're turning around. <clears throat> we're coming back to life. Yeah, so you got Washington plus the three. By the way, this is the, uh, I know you didn't put the 401k on it, but this would have been the Mylanta game of the week. I mean, they were down 27 to seven in this game. Mm-hmm. And... They, they had it right where they wanted it. Right where they wanted Put in Jacoby Brissett. That's what they got to do every time. They did it last week, too. Yep. And they, they came all the way back to take the lead, 28-27. Now, they did lose the game 30-28. to uh, What's his name? Legatron. You know, Zerline kicked the game winner, 50-yarder. But, I mean, <laughs> watching what's his name? Uh, Sala. You know, yeah. Aaron Sala was just like his face on the sideline. They were just giving up everything to uh, Jacoby Brissett. But... You know, the Washington did come in. That was kind of a miraculous cover in the end. Yeah, well, well you know, <laughs> you live and die by the sword. Now, so. Did you still stick with Dallas plus the one in the contest? Yeah, they should have won. I know they should have won. They, I, I, I was watching. They held them, Miami to one touchdown. They like, Miami had really no business good. playing that game. They played really good. But Zero. unfortunately, they lost it at the buzzer. I think they couldn't get off the field in that last drive. You know, they, they had three minutes and 27 seconds. Get a stop, you win. Couldn't do it. Tua just dink, 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 and they got it down there. Got the game winner. So good for the. So you win. It was a. It was a yeah, win-win situation. Yeah, it was a win-win. Uh, I think Tyrod Smith, if he plays in that game, I think. Yes. Uh, I think the game looks a little bit different. Yeah, right. Tyrod Smith is key to their handicap. He's still not practicing and put on the injury report. Uh, about this one, the Patriots. This was. Uh, <laughs> this was fun. This was obviously the issue. The, the funny thing about this story is that Patriots end up winning this game 26-23. But yeah. more importantly was my father, who's now a Broncos fan. Okay. Uh, you know, don't lose your allegiances, people. Stick to your teams. Right. My dad moved to Colorado many years ago. Now he's a Broncos fan. It's on Christmas Eve. I'm, I'm, I'm singing songs. Yeah. We're, we're telling tales. We're having a good time. My dad won't stop texting about the game. I'm in a group text with, like, five other people from Denver. And he's like, they look like crap. Da, 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 da. And then when they took the lead, I'm like, yeah, it'll be okay. And then they come back and tie, and then they lose. Yep. There were still texts going on Christmas morning. I'm like, Dad, give it up. The game's over. <laughs> the fun part about this game, too, is I talked Caesar to taking the over in the in before it was. Oh, did yeah. it? Yeah, oh, and he, uh, we were at the bar watching it for a little bit. It was 7 to 3 at halftime. And then, oh, so wow. he, they, uh, we left. Uh, I, and I went, I returned to said bar. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the madness into the third quarter. I was like, Oh my God, we're going to get the <laughs> over here. <laughs> so. Uh, no, that was a fun game. I had a lot of fun watching this game. That, I mean, it was a nice roller coaster of emotions for sure. So that's awesome. Yeah, mo- arguably the most fun bet of the year. That was a good bet. Yeah. Uh, so. This one, I, I know they're not in order of the games, but I just put the extra because like Cleveland was one of the top five picks that we didn't pick. But yeah, I'll put this one. So Cleveland, they did win the game. Joe Flacco goes for three hundred yards again, three straight weeks, three more touchdowns, thirty-six twenty-two win. They're ten and five. They're basically in the playoffs. So good for Joe Flacco. Happy. I think he should be comeback player of the year. I know Demar Hamlin is a heavy favorite because he did play a couple of plays in a game. He's the PP now. What's that? He's the PP now. He's the, the personal protector. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. And, and look, 
it's amazing. He has a total great story. But in terms of performance on the field, I mean, Joe Flacco has just been incredible. The guy was on the couch like four weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, but they, they covered the two and a half. But more importantly, the Ravens, which was, I know, in your picks. Oh, yeah. And I liked it, too. It was one of the top five picks. Uh, the Ravens, you know, plus the five or five and a half, whatever number, they killed them. They, they just destroyed the 49ers, 33 to 19. The game really wasn't close. No. They cut it at one point. I think that was in the second quarter or maybe early third the, quarter. The closest it was was 2 nothing. I think. Really? Oh, 5 nothing. They were 5 nothing. 5 nothing. that's right. Yeah. But I thought they got it within like three points or something. And then, you know, they couldn't stop Lamar. The defense was all over. Pretty through four interceptions. So, please, God, don't talk to me about the MVP anymore, Brock Purdy. <laughs> and it's funny because the guys I listen to on VSIN are so adamant about him, and now they kind of shut up this week. But I'm like, I'm not – whatever. They said, but I don't know if you heard this, the Ravens were like, we knew exactly what he was going to do. They were all over him every time, and so they were there. And they made some amazing plays, though, I mean, yeah. some tip balls and stuff. But in the end, uh, you know, good for the Ravens and, and good for you in the cover, man. Kyle Hamilton's really good. He's he good. is 6'4", by the way. As a corner. He, no, he plays safety. Safety? Wow. I mean, he is ginormous. I mean, that is a yeah. big man to be playing safety back there. So gotta have those tall guys. It just for, I just I always forget how big he is. It's just I couldn't imagine just playing wide receiver He's, and that guy's back there working. Well, it's, yeah, it's that, and it's it takes away your tight ends too, yeah. going deep, you know, deeper routes. And he plays in the run game too, and he should, yeah, yeah, he's just. All Hopefully he's good to go this week against Miami. Yeah, we'll see. So now we've got in week 17 a lot of stuff's going on. Coop, you've already mentioned Russell Wilson getting benched. You've got Jared Stidham in, whatever. That's a <laughs> weird situation. But the same is true for the Giants. The Giants have now finally going to Tyrod Taylor over you know our guy Tommy Tommy DeVito, yeah. and that makes him competitive. That line's dropped right away, and he also you know played pretty well when he went in the game. Arguably the best backup in the league. Absolutely. Well, well, yeah, I think. So. Well, maybe Jake Browning. Minshew. Minshew, Jake Browning. <laughs> There's a few guys. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. We just Joe Flacco. Good job, Joe Flacco. Well, he's it. the fourth stringer stringer, but <laughs> the he's the what? <laughs> he was the fourth string guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said the fourth swinger. I thought okay. that's what I thought you said in there in the beginning. What's so there's nothing the wrong with the fourth swing, swinger. I, uh, right, right. Clean We're up. free swingers. Well, clean, the cleanup swinger. That's oh, what. Boy. Yeah. So the commanders, like you said, Jacoby Brissett is starting over Sam Howell. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, his AC joint, you know, he's really been he's a bang banged up, up. Yeah. and it's almost like and it's tough. They're in a must-win game. I understand why they're playing him, but he can barely like now it's his shoulder. He had the ankle. I don't know. Does C.J. Beathard give him a chance? Right now, they're still. I think they're kind of playing the cat and mouse games. They don't know who's starting, but he's kind of out there. Uh, the Vikings. We talked about Jaron Hall starting, which is weird, uh, but that's fine. He's better than Nick Mullen, I guess. He won't turn the ball over, but he's just going to run the ball. But more importantly, T.J. Hawkinson. He's out for the year, rest of the season, yeah, which really hurts tough. that middle of the field attack. Yeah, um, it's tough. And then. Amari Cooper, which I don't know if he's actually playing tonight. He, he had a heel injury. He didn't practice yesterday. He'll probably go, but he might be not as effective as he was last week. I mean, he ran too much last week. Yeah, he was Yeah, he's falling <laughs> so hard. I listed that the Packers still have a zillion skilled players uh, injured, but they still put up a ton of points on that Carolina de- defense last week. At least Jones is healthy. It looks like C.J. Stroud is probably going to play. He was limited. Uh, the line is moving his way, and you're playing him in your matchup. And then lastly, I think that Mason Rudolph is going to start. He probably should start, but there's been a notion that Pickett is in limited practice too. So you got to pay attention on Tuesday that Rudolph was going to play. Official? I think it was. Okay, him. Good. yeah. Like I think they said like you know, he's earned the start or whatever. Of course he did. He played great. He put up more yards. Amari Cooper is out, by the way. Amari Cooper's out. 
There you go. Sorry, everybody who wrote in the finals and you have Amari Cooper in your lineup. Pull yeah, them out right now. Um, well, let's go over the lines now, Coop. We've got tonight the Jets at Cleveland. It's been kind of going between seven and, and seven and a half. In the contest, it's seven and a half for Circa, which is interesting, but the market is seven right now. 34 point total. We just talked about the Amari Cooper news. Does that change? Your tune, you know, you want the Jets to win. You said because your brother-in-law, future brother-in-law, future brother-in-law, yeah, he's. But do you? Big, big let's let's talk fan. about the cash now, not about the <clears throat> engines. Do you, yeah. do, you like, do you like Cleveland in this game, or you like the Jets? Um, man, that's tough. I like. If I'm gonna pick the number, I like the Jets. But if I'm gonna pick a team to win, I would take the Browns. I would still take Flacco. He's obviously still the best quarterback on the field. I just yeah. think seven is too many. Okay. Uh, David Njoku is gonna be the difference tonight. He's gonna be the he's one with Amari Cooper yeah. out. He's gonna be the one uh, that's probably gonna be the the go-to guy, if you will. So yeah. um, if you're playing fantasy, definitely get that man in your lineup for sure. Yeah, but no, I, I hate this number at seven. You hate it. Well, yeah. I'd be curious to see if the number with him out has dropped. Let's just take a look. Well, even with Amari Cooper in there, it'd still be tough. Still he's, I'm gonna say he's still gonna draw Sauce Gardner. So yeah, that's true. It's a good point. I just I hear what you're saying. Uh, look. The Browns have played really well um, of late. Maybe they will stub their toe at some point. The Jets actually scored some points last week, which was shocking. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I just trust the Cleveland defense here. That's my my thing. As you know, they're much better at home. At home, yeah. So I would lay those points with Cleveland if you have to bet this one tonight. It was in my top five, but you know who knows if we're gonna, you know, can we get that in before we before kickoff here? So the next one we have only a one game on Saturday. It's kind of a marquee game. It's in it's in a you know seven fifteen time slot in uh, Central Time. Detroit at Dallas. Uh, Dallas is a five and a half point favorite at home. Fifty three and a half point total. And I know we're going to differ on this from the picks. I can see this. So I mean, look, Dallas obviously lost two games in a row, right? We know that they they are not great on the road. They played good enough to win last week, but they're awesome at home. So why does that change for me? To me, it doesn't change. As good as Detroit's been, they've locked up their division. They still are playing for the one seed, and maybe their defense can step up. But I don't like I don't like Jared Goff under pressure, so I will lay the points here at five and a half with Dallas. I see, and I like the run game that Detroit okay. brings in. Yeah, <clears throat> we've sure. we've seen the last Jameer couple Gibbs. weeks that a good run game could neutralize, um, kind of be the Achilles heel of the you know Dallas defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I think. The other thing, too, is Detroit has an identity as a football team to where I, I feel that Dallas is starting to struggle with their identity. Uh, there's a lot of scrutiny under Mike you know Mike McCarthy now. You know, some people, myself included, think that he got rid of Callan Moore just because he felt threatened by him, that he, you know, mm. if he wasn't going to perform well, that maybe Jerry would can Mike McCarthy and just hire Callan Moore. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I think that's really showing. I think it's really coming to life the last okay. couple weeks. Uh, but, yeah, I just – I like Detroit. I like their momentum. Uh, I just I like I said I like the fact they have the run game that can control the offensive line and the defensive line of the Cowboys I think okay um, keep Goff you know upright enough they may not win the game but I I think five and a half is too many I think Detroit's okay. a too, a good it's a good matchup for Dallas I think they have enough players to keep them uh, you know on their toes okay we'll see so. we can be opposite on this I just I'm not gonna line up against the uh, against <laughs> yeah Dallas at home. I just can't do that's it that's your team yeah you, well, you gotta make sure you should I mean I have my Cowboys outfit yeah, yeah I was gonna say I should get you Navy a hat blue here. Oh my God. Um, so let's go with, now there's a little bit of a weird scheduling spot they have and I know it's it's New Year's Eve not Christmas Eve anymore sorry sorry buddy uh, but it's there's there's 10 games in the early window yeah. on Sunday nice I get it they want the, everybody to go home and have a good time 
So the first one is like a huge marquee game. You've got, we talked about your fins are going to Baltimore. Uh, right now, Baltimore is laying three and a half at home, 47 and a half point total. This was originally came out at four for Baltimore and has already come down a little bit. Hasn't crossed even to three, which I think it may go that way for, for Miami. And I don't know. We know Miami doesn't play good against great teams usually, but this was a huge spot for Baltimore. They played amazing. You got to see a letdown here, dude. I, I just can't back them. So I like Miami plus the three and a half. I'm, I'm on your fins this week. Oh, are you really? Fins up. Okay. I, I, the biggest problem I think that we're going to have is stopping the run. Sure. Um, <laughs> the Dolphins had that amazing. It's actually three right here in the market. Everybody, oh, nice. sorry. So everybody is jumping on the fence. They're listening I, to me. I see. And I, I like Baltimore. I like mm-hmm. the. I like their ability to control the line of scrimmage. I think is going to be much better than Miami's ability they to protect Tua. They played great last week. Um, and I, I just, I don't see how they're going to be able to keep them on their, on their toes enough to throw off that pass rush to Baltimore. Okay. So Baltimore being at home is also going to be a big advantage. They're really good at home. Uh, they're, you know, they're good at home. The weather is probably not going to be that great. Um, well, the Rams did score thirty-three on them. That is that is true. They did score thirty. I just I don't know. Maybe the motion might do something that where you might have a chance. I just I don't see it. Of course, I'm trying to be a, a natural. Well, and I so will say the Finns. You look at the Finns injury report. There were like yeah, seven Jaylen guys. Seven guys limited. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. These injury reports at the end of the year are really not valuable. Yeah. Everybody's either limited D- DNP. Yeah. Who's playing? You know. So uh, you know, Achan is he going to play? You know. Like, it's Mostert going to play. You know, and it's like, I don't know who's playing for the offense, right. but I hear what you're saying. I just think it's a natural letdown spot. So that's, it's more of a, you know, many years. So you're saying football. Miami's going to win the football game? No, not necessarily. I don't think I had them win the football game in okay. my article. I was going to say, think, they'd be the number one seat they'd be playing for next week. I know. Then. I agree. Three and a half, though. That's a, yeah. Oh, you man. like that hook? Well, yeah. Look, okay. It's three right now in the market. So, let me see what it is in Circa, because they did just come out with the lines. They probably put it at three because they don't like me. Let's see, Baltimore. Yeah, it's three. So it, it is three. It, it dropped from three. And I mean, those three and a half got scooped up, as they yeah, should. They should. Um, so I guess I should put it to three. I still think it does favor. I mean, three is a perfect. It's a total push number. I think it's going to be a good football game. So I still would lean to Miami. If they get the hook, you got to take the hook. Next game is New England at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is a 13-point favorite at home, 40.5-point total. We've discussed this before. Big big lines with short totals is usually to the dog, but no way. Buffalo's going to lay waste to this team. They lost to them last time, you know, obviously somehow with Mac Jones. Buffalo is – they didn't play well in, in against the Chargers, but I think this is the one they're going to come and they're just going to destroy and do what they do. Against the Patriots, and maybe maybe Zappy will do something. We'll see. I mean, he played good last week, but I don't like this spot for New England. I love it for Baltimore. I mean, for Buffalo. So yeah. I'm not saying it's a contest pick. I just like 13 uh, yeah. with Buffalo. Buffalo's gonna be arriving. That's for sure. They're um, arriving all over the all yeah. over all over the Patriots. I I see, and I like the Patriots here. I think 13 is way too big. Okay. I yeah. I think Bill. I think first of all, Bill is coaching for the wins to get his record. Sure he is. Um, and I just I think they match up well with Buffalo, to be honest with you, just from a coaching standpoint or personnel standpoint. So I'm with you. I think Buffalo's going to win the game because they sure. have to. But they will. Uh, no, I think 13's too many. They're all, they they play this team well. They match up against them well. Bailey Zappi is probably better than Mac Jones from what we've seen so far. And yeah, I just think it's too many. I'm I'm taking the trend of you know wow. the, the road dog, road divisional dog of seven points or more. You get on the you get on the dog. And they win. And well. I, I don't even care if they win. They just got to keep within 12. I know. No, I mean, heavy numbers are not great. Let me try to put that in the top five. But anyway, 
I don't think so. Did I? Is that crazy? Oh, yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, I did. Minus you 12. did. Yeah, you did 13 a mean. Now. Yeah, you got a... 13 now. So you jumped on Buffalo too late. You got to get on one earlier. Well, it's those are the contest lines, so I just put the contest lines. All right, so Atlanta at Chicago. The Bears are a three-point favorite. This is weird. Two weeks in a row, favored. Uh, 38 point total. Uh, metrics say these teams are actually pretty even and Atlanta might be slightly better, which I don't believe. I don't see that on the field. So I do like the Bears in this one, minus three. Um, I think that what are the Bears good at? Stopping the run. Right. What can Atlanta do? Run the ball. Not in this game. You're not going to run the ball. Sorry, Taylor Heineke. You're going to go to the wind in Chicago. You're going to be in trouble. I think the Bears are going to win another one and they're going to cover this number. You with Atlanta now? <sighs> I hate this pick. I just think it's a push. I think it's a push yeah. waiting to happen. That's why. You can do, you can do the stay away, um, the no moss. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've honestly, by the pick aside, I think I take Atlanta. I okay. just, I think the Arthur Smith is kind of coaching for his job, I believe. Of course he and is. They have to win the next two games. They have a chance in the playoffs. A, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's out. Yeah. So I just, I think out of pure necessity, they'll figure something out. They'll mm-hmm. get, I think, if they get Tyler Heineke on the move and actually rolling out and getting some of his legs incorporated, they'll have a chance. But to your point, that Bears run defense. They've been good. They've been real, real good. good. Yeah, real good. they've been really good. And, so. and Justin Fields plays better at home. I don't know what it is with him. He doesn't turn the ball over as much, I guess. Right here. And, and he like likes to run around. So I don't know. They we'll played. See. Look, Atlanta did what they needed to do last week. They bounced back and won big, and yeah. that was also one of the top picks that I, I did like. Not in my top five, but um, but good for them. But okay, how about Tennessee at Houston? This is up to five or five and a half now because they're anticipating Stroud actually playing in this game. Oh, no, it's down to four. So here's the thing about these lines, man. They, they're changing, ever-changing. So maybe he didn't practice today or something. I just – that's the reason why this is a total stay-away game, 43-point total. It's Tennessee or pass for me. I know Tennessee got the big win last week, right? They, they kind of surprised some people. No, they lost to Seattle last they, week. Oh, that's right. That's right. They – that's right. They lost by three. It was... They controlled the whole game and lost. That's right. That's yeah. right. My bad. Seattle actually covered that game, which was a weird one. But in this one, I don't know. Four points. Mike Rabel. I probably lean to Tennessee, but I don't. I don't like this game at all. And I need to know if Stroud's playing or not because I don't like the way Houston's played without him. Yeah, great color matchup by the way. Seattle and Tennessee. That's that was a fun one. But uh, no, I'm I'm actually opposite. I like Houston this week. I okay. think <clears throat> even if I'm hoping we get some more Davis Mills. There was a Davis Mills sighting last Houston game, so he had a couple touchdowns there at the end. Obviously, when they were it didn't smashed. matter, but he still got a really long neck. So uh, he's still out there and kicking. It's always good to see him. But no, I like I like Houston this week. I think that they obviously have to win to stay in the hunt yeah, for the playoffs. Win. Um, and Jacksonville is trending in the wrong direction. So somebody has to win this division. Okay, yes. And you think it could be Houston? It could and, be. And I think it could be Houston. So I, I, you know, they, they, I think they have the momentum going in their favor, if that makes sense. So they're getting Nico Collins back. They should be hopefully getting CJ Stroud back. But regardless, I think they can still beat Tennessee even with a backup. Okay, and cover the four. Yeah. Okay. I'm, t- I'm telling you, stay away from this one. <laughs> All right, so now speaking of the AFC South, you've got the Raiders are going to the Colts in this one. Uh, the Raiders are, I'm sorry, the Colts are three and a half point favorite at home, 43 and a half point total. Man, I mean, the Colts, they have, they've had golden opportunities. They could have been in the lead of the division if yeah. they kept you know closing these games. They're not doing a very good job right now. The Raiders are coming off this huge emotional win. So this is a letdown spot for me, another letdown spot. For the Raiders, it doesn't mean that they won't play decent, uh, but man, that hook, dude, I hate the friggin' hook. So I would lean to the Colts. I will not take this in the contest, but I have to pick it for my contest. And I don't like 
you know, whatever, man. I love Indy. You love Oh, you love Indy? I love okay. Indy. Yeah, they're going across the country at 1 o'clock off yeah. the biggest one of their season. I agree. It's a letdown spot. They didn't complete a pass after the second quarter. I know this. Or after the first quarter. Forget Yeah. Anyway, no. No and way. I mean, the coach was crying. I mean, I like yeah. him. I mean, he is, was crying. Hopefully they do hire him. Damian Pierce. No, not Damian Antonio. Pierce. Antonio Pierce at the end of the season. Uh, I do think he'd be a good culture fit for them. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, they played the exact game that he said they were going to play against the Chiefs. Be physical great. and everything. Yeah. So I think he's a good culture fit. I I just like Indy here. Yeah. yeah. I like the run game matchup. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big day. There you go. Uh, Mo Alley Cox is probably going to score a touchdown if you're taking a touchdown score yeah. pop. That's who I like. Yeah, so, but yeah, no, I love I love Indy here. You could tease it all the way up to six and a half if you want. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's into your pass. Bad spot. All right. So Carolina at Jacksonville. This is another one. Who's going to play? Is it going to be C.J. Beathard or not? But um, Who's your quarterback? Yeah, I know. Like, thank God I'm not in the fantasy championship with hoping that I can get somebody here. But uh, Jacksonville is a six-point favorite at home, 38-point total. It's a must-win game. For Carolina. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, it doesn't matter if Carolina wins. They, they have no picks. But uh, the Jags, they got to win. Six points? Damn. They're terrible at home. This yeah. team can't with these guys. They well, which home? They have two homes. That's the thing. Well, See, we know the they're, they're they're at home in London. They're yeah, great. That's, that's the, the London Jaguars, Jaguars, yeah. are amazing. No, not in Jacksonville. So I can't back the Jags, but you know Carolina gives me heartburn. I'm glad that they covered last week against the Pack. So maybe they should from now on the Jacksonville should play at the one o'clock like. The London slot, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what is it, six hour difference? So they, they should, should play like five eight. Five, yeah, they should play at five a.m. Yeah, that way they're playing London time with what they're used to. Because apparently that's got the the key to the team something. or something. So I just don't like their defense too. Although you know, look, Bryce Young finally had a good game against the Packers defense. I don't know how that. Everybody has a good game against Packers lately. Defense, apparently yeah. they stink now, but the yeah. Jacksonville's defense isn't very good either. They're more like Swiss cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we love those a lot cheese of holes in them. So. That's right. No, I'm with. Uh, I think six is the perfect number. Yeah, I it's hate a good, it. It's a yeah, good number. I, I just I hate it. I think six is the number. If you were, I guess if you'd put a gun to my head, I'd have to take Jacksonville. Hopefully that Trevor Lawrence plays. If Trevor Lawrence plays, this this would probably be a 10-point 10, 10 game, I would think. Yeah, they, it'll probably go up. And they and Travis Etienne should have a big day on Sunday as well because, again, it's more efficient to run the ball on the Panthers every down than it is to pass the ball every down against the Panthers. So. That's why. It, that, thank you, uh, Aaron Jones. My, my team is eliminated, and you have a great game. Yeah. But, yeah, six and a half. I mean, it's it's still – what is the, the contest line? We're going to play Travis Etienne against the Carolina defense this week in fantasy. Oh, yeah, you absolutely if should. If you're playing DFS out there. Yeah. Yeah, I just – I don't love it. But, again, you got to wait on, on the, the Lawrence news for me in this one. How about this game? The Rams at the Giants. Uh, this this game has gone yo-yoed back and forth. It was at, I think it was six or something when it opened, down to like four and a half yesterday, now up to five and a half for the Rams on the road. 44 and a half point total. It's all because Tyrod Taylor, who makes them a professional football team. I mean, no offense to Tommy DeVito. You were in Club Dub. I don't know where you are right now. Maybe you're busting tables or something. But, um, but now you've got... You know, the Rams are playing great. You know, they're playing awesome. The problem is, it's a pretty big spread on the road, and I don't love it. So, I, uh, I mean, the money's all on the Giants, which tells me that you should bet the Rams. <laughs> and I originally loved the Rams, but I didn't get it on it at the four and a half, and this five and a half makes me a little squeamish. So, it's 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 Rams are pass, but I don't love it. No, I like the Rams. I like the Rams. The quarterback mismatch, even though Tyrod oh, yeah. Taylor is better. Also, the run game, like Kyron Williams, like he's, been, he's been really good whenever he's not, you know, hurt. I've been on the IR this year. Um, 
And they and the Rams have three good wide receivers. They have you know no one knew that Puka, Puka. Nakua was going to be the best rookie, rookie wide receiver rookie of the year. Yeah, rookie probably. Of the year. You would think. Well, right? C.J. Stroud is the is the he's like uh, in the clubhouse favorite, but he hasn't played for three weeks. And Puka still he's he's actually ahead of like Randy Moss in yards. Yeah. For a rookie wide receiver, and he's like a fifth round pick. Yeah. Anyway. It's just it's just ridiculous. So. Uh, no, I like I like the Rams. Uh, I think they're getting I, again. They're trending in the right direction at the right time of the year. So McVay, yeah. there, there's a coaching mismatch here in my oh, opinion. Well, Dable's a good coach. Uh, Dable's a good coach, but he's more of a you know the offensive side. Yeah. They're I think from that mismatch. Well, just, they can like beat the, the blitz, and that's the thing. What's his name? Martindale loves the blitz for the Giants, yeah. and that could play right into Stafford's hands. I hope so. Stafford's starting in my my league. <laughs> I, mean, I got to make it happen. So we like Rams in that one. So how about Arizona at Philly? Again, heavy favorite for Philly. Ten and a half points. 48-point total. Philly just can't hold leads, bro. It, <laughs> it kills me. It kills me with this team. I really like – I'm, I'm kind of like I – you know, full disclosure, my, my company loves the Eagles, as I think I've told you many times. They get on my last nerves. But now I'm kind of rooting for Philly. They're almost like the underdog, even though they still could be the one seed. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they can cover this number. Ten and a half. I don't – their defense is bad. It's bad. I, I can't see it. So I will, I will, if I had to pick a side, it's not in my top five, I would take Arizona plus the points, even though it's a 48 point total. It's a pretty high total, but that's because Philly can't stop anybody. See, and I think I would take Philly here just solely based on the coaching mismatch. Okay. I think the, the coaching staff of Philly is much better, much more experienced than Arizona for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Obviously, Kyler Murray being back, the mobility of him might give the Eagles some trouble. Sure. Um, so I guess I do agree with you, I guess, from that perspective. But the Philly played really well against the Giants. I mean, they didn't play. They just didn't stop it. Yeah, they just – they couldn't, like you – to your point, they couldn't end the game. You know, they couldn't get that stop at the end of the game. Right. You know, what you were talking about with Dallas, too. So – but Tyrod Taylor, obviously, is a little better than Tommy DeVito. But – yeah. I, I just think Philly's got to get right at some point. So I it's so too. Their, their line play is going to take this game over. I okay. mean, in theory, 10 and, a, 10 and a half is the perfect number because 9, it's Philly, and 11, yeah. it's Arizona. Oh, so yeah. I am just I, I hate this one too, but I'm going to take Philly. Yeah. Okay. All right, my favorite. Why not? All right, why not? Hold my nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so how about this one actually is not – it's not for the NFC South or officially, but it's pretty much – it can be determined. If Tampa wins this game, they're playing at home against New Orleans. They're two and a half point favorites, forty-two and a half point total. If Tampa wins, they win the division. I think that's, I think basically, that's it, right? Yeah. What about basically? I think it's it, right? Because aren't they? They're eight and seven. They'd be nine Nobody and else. seven. Seven. And... I guess Atlanta could technically. Well, whatever. It's it's a big game and determinant. It would eliminate New Orleans basically because yeah. they're seven and eight. So, um, two and a half point total. Tons of money came in on New England or New Orleans in this one. It was at three originally, got beat back to two and a half. So, but Tampa's offense is playing great. Uh, can you can you go against Baker Mayfield in the squad at this point? I, look, I thought the Saints were going to do it last week, and I was dead wrong. And they couldn't do it against a good offense. I don't think they can do it this week either. So I I lay the points with Tampa. No, I'm with you. I think Baker is one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league. They're in fuego <clears throat> again. One of those teams that's just trending in the right direction at the right time. Um, and I think Baker's playing for a little bit of long-term deal here. I mean, now sure. I mean after this, I mean if he wins this game, you, I mean I would be down to sign him for three or four years if I'm Tampa. Comeback I mean, player of the year. Yeah, I mean, all right, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I'm with you. And I, I think Tampa's defense is is getting better. They're starting to get a little bit healthier, um, and they're pretty familiar, obviously, with New Orleans. So I expect this to be a low-scoring game, but I yeah. would expect Tampa to come out. 
Yeah, with that, when it moved from three, it was like three and a half to three, and then to two and a half. It's you got to take Tampa now. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a divisional game inside the three. So, all right, how about San Francisco at Washington? Uh, Thirteen point favorites for San Francisco on the road. Forty nine and a half point total. You do have Jacoby Brissett, who's been hot late. You know, both in the Rams game and last week, but. San Francisco is going to be angry. It's going to be bad. Yeah, they're going to they're going to destroy this team. Yeah, I'm not saying I put it as a contest pick, but if Action wants to take a big favorite, I would take this one because even though it's across the country, San Francisco got embarrassed. They're going to come out and light them up. McCaffrey might have three or four touchdowns this game, <clears throat> which is really sad because I thought in the beginning of that game they weren't giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey at all. They just kept yeah. throwing it against Baltimore. I'm like, why Stupid. are they? And then when they did, they had, he had like nine carries for like 80 yards at halftime. He scored so like, a touchdown. There. So what the hell are we doing here? Again, another team is just ignorant to run the ball. Anyway, uh, no, I'm with you. I like San Fran. Uh, they, they need to give the ball to their MVP candidate, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, they need to let not, him go Bradford. off. So, just, yeah, I'm with you. I, I would, I'd be willing to give up the points and, and hold my nose on this one as well. Yeah, and Jacoby's a little bit mobile, but it wasn't like they didn't get pressure on Lamar. It's just they couldn't get him to the ground. The guy yeah. was too elusive. It's going to be a rough day for Jacoby Brissett. Uh, then what happens is you got three late games in this one. You get Pittsburgh against Seattle. Uh, Seattle's a three and a half point favorite at home, forty one point total. I don't know, man. Uh, Seattle is they got the win. I, I was incorrect about the Titans there. They did get the win, so they've got two in a row. So they're back on the positive side. I still don't trust this this defense, unfortunately. And the offense is pretty good. And, and I don't know, Geno was okay last week. He wasn't great. Pittsburgh lit the world on fire, so it would tell you to take Seattle, but this three and a half is no good. I, I like I like Pittsburgh plus the points here. I love Seattle this week. For sure. <clears throat> the only team that Pittsburgh can beat in the last four weeks is Cincinnati. Yeah. So, um, and I think Seattle's offensive line can handle the pressure that whatever pressure that you know Pittsburgh can generate with sure. T.J. Watt and company. So they can also run the ball, which I think will help neutralize that pass rush as well. Um, and basically, the Seahawks are in the last playoff spot, I think, right now as it stands yep. in the NFC. So yep, they're, they you know, if they keep winning, they're in. But I, I, I just, I like the matchup here. You know, Pittsburgh going across the country, which usually doesn't make that big of a difference going east right. to west. But, uh, you know, Seahawks or Seattle's hard place to play in. I just, the Sea Chickens. Yeah, the Sea Chickens are going to be flocking. I think. I, I like this game over though. Forty-one point total. I got to be flocking, kidding me? You're going with the over? Yes. Okay. These te- these defenses aren't that good. Yeah, that's fair. That's I mean, right. Seattle's defense over. isn't good, and Pittsburgh, come on. Yeah. Like I don't know what to say. Like they give that's up fair. a lot of points to everybody. Last week was kind of an exception, but <laughs> that's only because they got up so quickly on them. So I like the over. Uh, okay, so Cincinnati at Kansas City. This should have been a marquee game, you know, Burrow versus Mahomes. Uh, Kansas City's a seven-point favorite at home, forty-four point total. Look, we talked about this last week. I think <laughs> maybe I'm a week off. Get right game for the Chiefs? I don't know. Theoretically, yes. I think the Cincinnati defense is no good. But seven points? God, heartburn. So I would lean to Kansas City. They're not in my top five. I think they're going to play way better after last week's matchup. Obviously, you're seeing, what's his name, Kelsey. You should have put him in the in the, the shed. Kelsey throwing his helmet on the sideline like an idiot with Taylor Swift looking at him. Come on. Yeah. Be better. Just um, But... I, I don't know. I, as good as Cincinnati's played on offense, I think Kansas City's defense is still good, as yeah. we saw. And so I would I would lay the points here if I had to. Yeah, this one's tough. I hate that number. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Well, I, think six that, and a half? I think that number, yeah. If I can get six and a half, I take the Chiefs. But mm-hmm. if I can get seven to seven and a half, I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. Um, 
God, you can't give points. You can't give a touchdown to that team. They don't have any wide receivers. They're so bad at wide receiver. Help me. You might be able to make their team. I told you. I, I was trying out. They were having um, me go, but I had their Theragun. The Theragun's over here. It warmed me up. My hamstring. Has Pacheco cleared concussion protocol either? Did he have another concussion? Well, he left that game. Oh, he he left didn't game? come back in. So he, I don't know if he's cleared out. If, if Pacheco is going to play, then maybe I could see him getting behind the Chiefs. But if Pacheco is not in there, I, I wouldn't back this team. I would I would back Cincinnati. I think they can control the line of scrimmage enough to get okay. by. They probably won't win the football game, don't get me wrong. But hell, we said Within that last seven week. Points. But yeah, this is definitely a five or four point game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, if Pacheco plays, then fine, I'll hold my nose. But if you know, I think maybe the the Chiefs could run the ball consistently if he plays. But if the, if he doesn't play, then they're not going to run the ball. They're not going to lean on the big guys. So yeah, true. Uh, I think it just depends from that aspect. To be honest with you, that's how I feel about it. Let's see. I, I'm not looking at seeing Isaiah Pacheco did not practice on Wednesday. Okay, that's all it says. So he's questionable. He's questionable. <clears throat> so yeah, if Pacheco goes all right with the Chiefs, but if Pacheco okay. doesn't go out with the Bengals. Okay. Yep. Check your check your reports. Uh, we got the Chargers at Denver. Uh, Denver, obviously, with the switch to Stidham. Um, three and a half point favorites at home. This was up to five and a half, I think, when Russell was playing. 37 and a half point total. So definitely check this line because it's moving back and forth. I guess it's, what is this, a, is a, it's not a dead, we said it's not a dead kitten bounce. That's an offensive coordinator. So what's, what, when they bench the starting quarterback that's better than the other one, what are we going to call that? Light the spark. Light a spark? Yeah. You think that's that's, what, that's what Sean Payton called it today. Spark it. He said they're going to Jared Stidham for a spark. He had two good games as the Raiders quarterback last year, and obviously the Chargers don't care Wrong. about the game. You uh, the school? Stidham? Yeah. Auburn. Oh, there you go. See, I had to give you a softball because last couple some. you kind of stumbled on. So. I mean, you're, you're throwing me whatever. Records <laughs> from, the, from the 90s, man. I mean, I, I should have got that one. But, um, which one of us is 50 again? It's me. Oh, okay. Sorry. I which, was... which one watches professional football? Oh, <laughs> Kids. Right. So anyway, they're just uh, kids, okay. You I don't... only appreciate them when they make money. I appreciate them as just athletes, you know, as yeah. you know, because they play for the love of the game. I can't determine <laughs> whether Denver is whether this is a good or a bad move. I don't know if the, the whole locker room is against Russell or not. I can't really tell. I just think that Sean Payton's a, an a hole, and so okay, I think it could be bad for them actually. This move, really, in the end, okay. I don't. I can't lay three and a half with this team. Their defense sucks. And I, don't, I know the Chargers are maligned and they stink. They've got a terrible quarterback in there. Forget it. I'm not I'm not laying this number with Denver. So if I have to do a stay away game of the week, that's what I do. Otherwise, I'd, I'd play the Chargers. I would lay the number with Denver. <laughs> yeah? Again, yeah. huh? Sean Payton. Well, you did, you did Patriots. Last Sean Payton against? Who cares? Who? The backup dead cat bounce guy. No, no well, yeah, exactly. He doesn't even know who the head coach is. So I Don't just, I know. think it's a mismatch. I, I, Sean Payton's gonna figure out a way. And plus, now he has to start figuring out to show the promise of you know the years to come. He's got to figure it out at least for the next two. Well, Jared until they Stidham get isn't Hill. the answer though. They no, but he's guy. he's got to figure it out. So I think this okay. is definitely a, a, a spot where he's gonna. Sh- this is gonna be a Sean Payton game. He's, he's gonna, gonna do. He's gonna do trick plays. He's gonna do onside yeah. kicks for the yeah. kick. I know, but it, I don't think it matters. I don't think their their team's that good. Their offense is decent. I'll call Papa Wags and we'll get him. Call Papa Wags. We'll he's all him. over Denver. We'll I'm sure he loves him because he knows better. This game. <laughs> all right, well, let's go. The last game is uh, is Sunday night football. There's no Monday night this week. Mm-hmm. You've got Green Bay against Minnesota. We talked about the Jaron Hall starting. Just got announced a few hours ago. This line dropped. It was two points. For Minnesota at home all week, and then now it's down to half a point. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Green Bay goes off as the favorite at some point. So 43 and a half point total. Ugh, horrible. Um, 
both teams got to win to stay relevant. And I really liked Minnesota going into the game with even with Nick Mullen backing up. I don't know if I can do Hall though. I don't. I can't trust that guy. So I, I guess it's Green Bay or pass for this. This would be a. I don't want to watch this game. It's going to be ugly. I want to watch it because I want to see how long of a leash he's going to have. How you long? Think they'll if, pull if, Hall if you're, then, if you're a, a, yeah, if you're. Why wouldn't they just play Mullen then? And then if he sucks, they four interceptions. So what? He threw I feel four like yards. I feel like to keep the team. I feel like to keep like. You thought it was the team. Well, I mean, I know Jefferson was pissed. Obviously, he yeah. was mad. But the reason why he threw the last interception because he threw it to Jefferson. I like the over. I do too. I like the over yeah, a lot. Minnesota's an over team now. I like the over a lot. Um, yeah, I'm staying away. I don't know. It's a pick 'em, so whatever. I mean, I can see the way. I mean, I can see Minnesota. They've, Ty Chandler's been playing well. They can He's control the great. They can and, run the ball and, and the help Green out Bay their defense young quarterback. Is terrible, yeah. But. So, God, uh, gag. I don't know. This is awful. It's going to be like a 30 to 27 game. Look, I mean, Flores has done a really good job defensively. I was a little disappointed with what happened last week, but of course, then again, Mullen kept giving the ball back uh, if they couldn't keep it. But they weren't stopping. The time of possession. <laughs> Detroit. Was like, yeah, I'm going to say time of possession was so in favor of Detroit. You know, any any defense would have not I mean, played well. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones game again. Maybe he's only had one, two all year. One, one was week one, and one was last week. So. Minnesota final answer. All right. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Okay, so here's my top five. Again, there's no game Monday night. New Year's Day. Uh, oh, boy, we got to get this podcast done. So we've got Buffalo minus the 13. I like them in that one to destroy the, the, the Patriots. I know we're against each other there. I like Cleveland tonight minus the 7. Uh, Dallas minus 5.5 against Detroit. The Bears minus 3. And Miami plus 3.5 in this one. What about you? Yeah, for Beaver Nation this week, uh, we're going to take Houston minus the 5. We're taking Tampa Bay minus the 2.5. Okay. We're riding with Seattle at minus 3.5. And, a half. and we're, uh, we're going to take Detroit on Saturday plus 5.5. Button so, heads on that one. We should watch that one. Yeah, again. big yeah. David Montgomery game. Yeah, it could be. to you live. Could be. So we have Hamlin Saturday. So after Hamlin, yeah, we can get together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going ice skating. I'm going okay. ice skating on the ribbon uh, with Sophia nice. and her boyfriend. Met him yesterday, too. Big, big, big nice kid. And uh, so we're hitting the ribbon from 5 to 7, but after that... I what time is the game? 7.15. It's an evening game. Oh, I thought it was like 4.30. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that would work well then. So you're not going to the Rizzo's thing? You're going <clears> to <throat> Hag and Jackie's? No, I'm doing both. You're doing both? I have a ticket for both. Yeah. What, so what, I bought ticket? A t- I you bought a ticket t- for Jackie's? No, for and Rizzo's. Heads? No, I oh. bought a ticket for Rizzo's, <laughs> and I didn't realize that it had already filled. And I, yeah, I was... We were at Spur of the Moment. I was, you know, with Stephanie at Christmas. She's like, what are you doing for yeah. New Year's? And I was, I didn't even... Put it together. Yeah, and then so well. The other thing is, too, Sunday morning I have to go to Lockport to yeah, bowl you're the bowling. tournament. Yeah, so. you don't want to be hammered. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to Rizzo's for sure. I guess I could go to Jackie and Hag. They did invite me. I just do a pregame there. And then I didn't usually do to... bowl. I, uh, you know, I got to get my my duds on. My mom got me a party shirt, but I don't think I'm gonna wear it for this one. I'm gonna wear it for my party. So gotcha. Um, I am playing at Progression both on Saturday and Sunday. Luke is finally off the, the you know IR, so he's gonna nice. play on Sunday. And then um, U.S. qualifier. Oh, that's a U.S. Sunday, qualifier. Oh, yeah. So, but then you also have Tuesday night bowling. Is this oh, yeah. We're coming back the to end July. of the quarter, or are you still? No, we've got a couple more weeks. Unfortunately, I won't be there for the last week of the third or second mm-hmm. quarter. I'll be in Columbus for work. I think it's like the twenty-first mm. or twenty-second. It's the week after we come back from Gulfport. Right. So, are we going to be doing this in Gulfport? By the way. Well, first of all, I've decided to go to Gulfport. Oh, I know, it? I, know I said yes on there, but oh. I have not secured. Ooh. Lodging and I've not bought a plane ticket. So gotcha. well, you have lodging. You're we have a whole big house. I heard there's a couch for me, but more importantly, I have to decide if I can pull this off. Yeah. I mean, 
this is so far away from me. No, I shouldn't do it. I know people bought their tickets, but yeah, we we really would miss you. If we if you I really... go to Gulfport, we can do the podcast at Gulfport. Yeah, of course. Wouldn't that be fun? It'd be a yeah. fun little like on the beach, live maybe. from the beach. Yeah. Oh man, I'm seeing this. I'm telling you, that's gonna be like playoff week too. You know? Oh yeah, that's the yeah. playoffs by then. That'd be yeah. Maybe. It's usually the divisional round, I think. So, well, what are we doing? Come on. Well, okay, okay. I, don't, put the you know, don't put me on the spot. Don't put me on the spot. I only have listeners right now. Nobody's always shining in the I'm waiting for Stephanie to get in the chat and beat me up. Well, give my, let me go through my process. Yes. I don't know yet. No, I don't. I would like <laughs> I to know if I win my fantasy league, for example. Okay. So in my fantasy league, that's 1,400 versus 600. Nice. That's, that's the trip right oh, there. There it is. Give me a chance. Wow. All right. Well, hey, follow us on Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Wegspool. I'm sorry, at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Dalton Cooper. Uh, I'm Coop, by the way. And you can check me out on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Again, we are the Side Action Podcast, one year older, one year wiser. <laughs> Uh, and come out and join us, by the way, for uh, Wegsy Poo's birthday, if uh, those of you have Yeah, the, the millions of listeners are welcome to come to Four Shadows next yeah. week. We'll talk about that next week on the pod. But yeah, I, uh, Rob, you know, I know you're listening. We communicated today about the package, the package. I so. did buy your present today, too, so oh. you're going to love it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Your presence was presence enough. But anyway. Yeah. All right, everybody. Good luck this weekend. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER intro and outro and transition music credits song titles jerry 5 and district 4 by kevin mcleod at incompetech.org license under creative commons attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0